Hi friends, today I want to share some encouragement from Ephesians that reminds us that we are worthy of the calling God has placed over our lives. As women, we tend to feel a lot of doubt, fear, and stress of doing things the right way. But we have to remember that God has called us to something, and whatever that is, we are truly, truly worthy of it. You don't have to doubt that you are the right person for this. If God has called you, I can assure you that everything you need is resting within you. Hey friends, welcome back to the Fearlessly Fit Faith Podcast, where our goal is to serve the individual to better the individual in their community. How? By guiding her in living fearlessly in obedience to God, fit as a whole person, and having the faith to pursue God's will for her life. Here's your host, Ariante. So our first reminder in Ephesians is that we are to remember that God has accepted us. In chapter 1, verse 6, it says, quote, To the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves, unquote. We can remember that God has accepted us through his son, Jesus, if we are to believe in his life, death, and resurrection. God does not need us to make him known in this world, yet he still wants to use us. Don't take this acceptance lightly, friend. For every person that believes in the Son has eternal life, what will you do today with the acceptance you've had into God's glorious kingdom? Will you continue to doubt him or will you be in awe of his creation and humbly surrender to what he has for your life? So number two in Ephesians is that God has redeemed us. He has made us new. And in chapter one, verse seven, it says, quote, that in him we have redemption through his blood, forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace, unquote. Because of the price that Jesus paid on the cross, we are redeemed. We are made new in the eyes of the Lord. Without Jesus dying on the cross, we wouldn't be seen as pure in the sight of God. But because Jesus did die on the cross, his blood washed away every single one of our sins. So friend, I want to remind you that when you sin intentionally, knowing that what you're doing is wrong, on the inside, you may just be believing that what Jesus did on the cross wasn't enough to cover your sin. And I have totally been there. I feel like I can outwork Jesus in that in my control, I can just like make it seem as if I'm good and like I can cover up my own sin within myself and just like feel like a good person. But we can't do that because Jesus being on the cross and dying for us and rising on the third day, like he just like washed out all of that for us and we have grace. So I don't want you to think that you can outdo what Jesus did on the cross to cover your wrongs. Um, You've got it all wrong if you think that you can do it that way because you cannot redeem yourself. You cannot outdo what Jesus did on the cross to save yourself. Only he can save you. But I also want to remind you that there's grace because God knows our hearts. And we were reminded by Paul that sometimes we just do the things that we hate. Allow the cross to fill the gap between you and God. You have been redeemed by what Jesus did on the cross. We are also reminded in verse 7 that God has forgiven us of our sin. You don't have to feel any shame for what you've done. Humbly repent and give everything that has weighed you down to Jesus. He'll say, I've already died for this and you have... 
been made new in the very moment that you accepted me as yours. That's what Jesus is saying to you. Let God have all of your pain. The third reminder in Ephesians is that God has made known to you the ways that he would like to use you to advance his kingdom. Chapter 1 verse 9 says, Quote, he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in Christ. Unquote. Are you listening to what the Lord has to say to you about what he has purposed in you to do on this earth? This will absolutely look different for everyone. Don't get caught up in what you see people doing on social media. I've been there. It will only hold you back from what God has for you. Allow him to speak into the depths of your heart. I promise he is speaking and he is so, so near to your heart. If you're thinking, well, how do I hear him? You've got to open up your word because it's living and active and he is there waiting for you to open it up and speak to him so that he can speak back to you. If we are all striving to do what God has placed us on this earth to do, make no mistake that each and every person who is supposed to make it into eternity will, no doubt. As individuals, if we all do our part to advance the kingdom, this one body, the church, will function well. The fourth reminder in Ephesians is that Jesus already has a place for us in heaven. Chapter 2, verse 6 says, quote, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Jesus Christ. Unquote. If we are in Christ and Christ within us, we have space in heaven made just for us. Us being raised up in Christ means that we are dead to ourselves and made alive in Christ. This verse reminds us that earth is not our home. Our hope rests in eternity and in heaven and what God has for us up there. Nothing on earth can give us the same satisfaction um, that our heavenly home will. Don't place your hope in things that will last only here on this earth. If it's not making it to eternity, it doesn't have much significance here on earth. So this means fame, popularity, money, nice shoes, nice clothing, um, big houses, uh, good grades, like getting good jobs, anything like that that you place a lot of emphasis on are things that won't be going to eternity with you. So why do we place so much emphasis on these things? Because these things are not um, going to bring us joy when we're in heaven. You know what's going to bring us joy when we're in heaven? It's totally going to be being with God um, and just like hugging him. I cannot wait to do that, y'all. Like, I just can't. Um, So these things are nice to enjoy while we're here on earth. But remember, what is waiting for you in eternity is even better than anything that the earth can give you. So the fifth reminder in Ephesians is that he is working in you to prepare you to accomplish his eternal purposes. So in chapter 2, verse 10, it says, quote, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. Unquote. God has created you to do beautiful work. God's handiwork translates into poema, which is Greek, um, and gives the notion that we are his poem. This is beautiful to me because it's a reminder that he is the only one writing my story. I can't write my story no matter how much control I think I have. I just can't do it. So 
A good quote from Spurgeon says that, quote, Our new life is as truly created out of nothing as were the first heavens and the first earth. This ought to be particularly noticed, for there are some who think that the grace of God improves the old nature into the new. It is nothing of the sort. In Christ, we are made totally new. Our old nature isn't made new because it's totally washed away. It's totally wiped away. And y'all, I have been like hearing and like reading so many Spurgeon quotes lately. And he's just like really speaking to me. So if you don't know who he is, you should just look him up. Um, and I'm probably going to do some more research on him. But yeah, so... The good work that God is doing in you is pure evidence that he is working in the life of one of his chosen ones. If you feel a weightiness and you're just toiling through a lot and you're believing and you're trusting that what God has for you is so much better than this season that you're in right now, you are his chosen one, my friend. So a quick reminder, God can use absolutely anything to show how absolutely magnificent he is to say that god can only use something as small as two friends not forgiving each other to show that um to show that he is good diminishes his sovereignty and his power god can and will use anything to show us just how glorious he is that means he can use any disease or trauma or hurt to show his goodness yes god can and will use a heart attack to remind a person of who he is you have to remember we serve a selfish god he doesn't want anything to interfere with his greatness and he reminds us that he's constantly in control he's in control of absolutely everything here on this earth this is beautiful because this is good work. No, life doesn't always look like this pain or trauma or hurt. Um, but I want to remind you that God is in everything and he is never absent, never absent. God has control over everything and only the only thing Satan can do is hold your mind if you let him. So in our last reminder, we are reminded that we are brought near to God by the blood of Jesus. And y'all, this just makes me so happy. And it makes my heart flutter because, well, God is just good. And he sent us a savior that's just for us, you know, his calling and his chosen people. So in chapter two, verse 13, it says, quote, but now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ, unquote, y'all. It's pretty easy to get so far away from God. It is. I've been there. I'm sure you've been there. You may be there right now. But I just hope and I pray that right now that you are just seeing how God is using this season that you're in to bring him closer to you. And if you feel that you are distant and you're not hearing what God is saying to you, I pray that you just ask him to show up and you ask him to bring up anything that is not of him and shed it from you. I pray that you just like let God prune you in this season. So Christ has bridge the gap between you and God. Let him remove your worry, your guilt, and your shame to allow you to have a clear relationship with God. That's what the cross does. That's what Jesus dying on the cross does for you. It allows you access to God because before they couldn't do that. People didn't have direct access to God, but we do. In this new covenant, we do, and we have the opportunity to just talk to God. Now I talk to God all day long like I love to, and it's like, yeah, it's just like great. So you don't have to worry about 
failing to keep a law because Jesus has come. Yes, we still recognize those laws and it's still a way that we should live, but we know that we are redeemed and we have grace because we just can't fulfill those laws on our own. And that's why Jesus had to come. So God knew that we could not fulfill the law in our own strength, which is why Jesus is prophesied so early on in scripture. God's people are reminded that someone is coming to make things right for them. And I'm so glad he came to make things right for me so that I could live on this earth happy and joyful and content in Christ. And it's not always happy and like sunny and roses but like I have a constant joy because of my belief in God so God sees you and he hears your heart and he is so near to your heart and he knows your desires friend you are so absolutely beautiful and by his stripes you are made new put down everything that is not of Christ and pick up your cross whatever it is that God has willed for you to be doing in your time here on earth because if you get to the end of your life and realize that you haven't done not one thing that God had had like asked you to do I don't even know what to say I just don't want that for you like I don't want you to get to the end of your life and think man like I didn't surrender not once to what God had had for me and like to be thinking at the end of your life, well, I wonder what would have happened if I did surrender. Friend, a surrendered life is not easy at all to just like follow in the will of God because sometimes you can be discouraged because maybe you don't have people around you who are like pushing forward in like what Christ has for them. So like sometimes you just have to keep working or man, some people just may not understand why you're giving up ways of the world, like partying and getting drunk and like all of that stuff and like um, other sins that just like keep the world where they are. Um, but I promise a surrendered life is so much better. Just like shedding all of that and just finding content and joy in Christ. So I hope you have had or <laughs> you enjoyed listening to this. Um, I hope you have a beautiful day and remember that he has made this day and you are to rejoice in this day. No matter what is going on, you should be rejoicing. So count every trial as a blessing. God is there. You are worthy. And friend, if you enjoyed this podcast, I hope you share it with a friend so that they can be encouraged as well. And you can just remind them that they are so worthy of the calling that God has placed on their life. Um, I just hope this section in Ephesians blessed you and yeah, have a good day. (laughs) Bye.